Welcome to the Everyday Ministry Podcast, where ministers get together to discuss everyday ministry. Welcome to the Everyday Ministry Podcast. We are a podcast where everyday ministers get together to discuss ministry. This is James White, the pastor at Lighthouse Community Church, sitting here with Jamie Owens, which is a church member at Lighthouse Community Church. We're sitting here in my lovely home. It's just him and I recording this evening. Daniel nor Chris could join us for the recording. Jamie, as we kind of move into everything, man, just how's everything going in your world today? Everything's going well with me, other than uh, I kind of blew my shoe out at work today, so that that wasn't enjoyable, but other than that... Is that duct tape or gorilla tape? No, it's definitely duct tape. Uh, I kind of had to to make some uh, last-minute repairs in the last hour of work today, so I got duct tape all over my... So can you put on your resume that you're a cobbler now? Hey, I, I think we can stretch that and make it work. Just Although like I'm pretty you. sure the first day they'd realize something's not right. <laughs> but uh, other than that, everything's good. If everybody out there is wondering, my wife, Brianna, and I did welcome our daughter a couple weeks ago. So we're excited about that. So that that's uh, an exciting time. That's, we're just kind of adjusting to going from a family of three to a family of four, but we'll get adjusted to that and everything's going well for me man that's that's great to hear i hate to hear you about your shoes but uh i guess it's just part of it when you work out in the real world with adult jobs yeah and like somebody who sits in the post office all day long i know man i (laughs) I had a horrible day of cleaning windows today some of us actually have to get out in the the dirt and and roll around and that's all right though i mean uh, some some people, you know, all they do is sit in an office at a church. So, you know, <laughs> some people have it even better than I do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how's your day, man? Or- man, it's uh, it's been it's been good. Uh, I've been fairly busy, uh, just just because I uh, I only had to work in my office today, but I had to work in another small office and uh, only worked the about the great three. state of Mississippi. Yeah, the best state out there. Uh, it's my favorite one of them all. But I had to work in another office, so I got off it you know, three o'clock instead of 12 o'clock. And so it's not much longer, but um, it adds a little more to it when it wasn't planned and then got home and had to help uh, help a lady in our church get some tables and things set up for the Chamber of Commerce event tomorrow here in town. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go back to the church and meet a, meet a family that's going to be leading worship for Sunday as they ran through and practiced it. And that was fantastic, everything. So uh, you're telling me you, you were not able to come home and have your four-hour nap. Well, that, that you <laughs> if, if I took a four-hour nap every day, I would agree with you on that. But <laughs> that's only about once a week, maybe twice a week. <laughs> no, I planned on originally to come home and you know do some alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, Iota, you know, kind of some Greek working there. And that's the extent of what I know there. So don't be impressed of anything that, that I might know about Greek. But I didn't get to. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, we're only, uh, we're only going to be recording for about 20, 30 more minutes. So I'll be able to knock it out this evening. Um, but everything's going well. Also, this past Tuesday, we had the, the joy of having a baby uh, gender reveal party for our friends and family and church members. And so we got to announce to the world that we were having a baby girl. We're going to be naming her Charlotte, a.k.a. Lottie Claire. Um, and I don't know if I should say a.k.a., but we're going to call her Lottie, not Charlotte. It, it, um, it applies. Also known as Lottie. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to be uh, naming her that, and she'll be here around February, depending on if my wife uh, delivers early or late. We'll see. Only God knows that kind of thing, so it works out well in the end. 
But we have some bad news slash good news to kind of start the episode off with. It's bad for us as uh, individuals and, and for you as listeners, but it's good in a different way. Uh, unfortunately, Corey Cowart, he was uh, one of the co-hosts from the very beginning of the podcast. He's no longer going to be able to be committed to the, the show and recording regularly. Now, he may appear from time to time on special episodes if he has the time, but he's just starting some D groups and different things at his church for his youth group. And ministry has just got busier for him and people have come to Christ and salvation. He's discipling in them and and so he's going to have to step away, which is bad, but it's good because he's stepping out and he's doing uh, ministry in a, in a capacity that he's called to, right? To make disciples and to, to teach and to, to grow them youth uh, that he got his place under his leadership to, to be the disciples that they're called to be. So we hate to see him step away, but we also are excited that God is using him in some mighty and great ways in Florence, Alabama. So I just yeah. want to continue to be in prayer for him. And I want to encourage the listeners to be in prayer for him, just as you are your your ministers and all ministers out there. So tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about the conversation. We're going to be having a, a conversation that um, me and Daniel had one very, very similar to it about this time last year. But it was really based on a book that me and him both had read and um, really saw some stats that came out of that book. Um, but we're going to be talking about burnout. Now, uh, we really wanted to tackle a different approach to this this time around because when me and Daniel really tackled this conversation last year, we mainly addressed it on the side of a pastor or a minister. Um, and really, as me and Jamie talk about it, we, we, that may be a part of what we discuss. Uh, but we will also want to just talk about it as uh, as individuals because burnout isn't just what pastors deal with or vocational leadership in the church deal with, but it's burnout is something that each and every individual can find themselves dealing with. And so as we get into this conversation, we really just want to define what we mean by burnout just a little bit and hash that out a little bit. And so uh, I don't know how about what you think, Jamie, but when I think about burnout, I really just think about that point in the individual's life where they're just completely exhausted in one specific area or multiple areas of their lives. And so it might manifest itself, you know, physical exhaustion, spiritual exhaustion, uh, emotional exhaustion. Uh, it's really just this idea of that they've ran themselves out of all energy, all potential of doing anything, and they're just... They have no motivation to to just do whatever it is they need to be doing in yeah, that specific area. It's kind of like a lot for many people. I'm sure they experience it in kind of a loss of passion. You know, like yeah. you said, kind of um, losing the desire to do something that at one point excited them. Uh, so, you know, and it can kind of manifest itself in uh, different ways, physical. It can manifest itself emotionally. It can man even you know, and I know this is a term that, or not term. This is a a subject that's sometimes kind of stigmatized in our society, where there's mental uh, issues that people may have at times that causes burnout. Maybe a depression that is caused by a legitimate uh, mental deficiency maybe hormonal imbalances I, I, i'm not a doctor so i can't get i'm not gonna get too far into that because i don't really know what i'm talking about but i know there are many forms many ways that this can affect people all throughout society and i think that i'm, I'm sure we're going to look at it mostly from a church perspective but we have to realize that this is all people experience this or have the potential to experience this in society. And so burnout is just this point where there may be apathy or just a lack of a desire to to fulfill a certain area of our life, if it's physical or mental, emotionally, spiritually, uh, due to some underlying ca causes that we're going to discuss here in a minute. And so really, yeah, I think that's a pretty adequate definition. So when we think about this idea of burnout, so often in the Christian life, we talk about it in the spiritual, but I think, I think they all really play hand in hand with one another. And I think this is why our mental, physical and spiritual health is so important 
is because if one is just physically exhausted, it can lead to a burnout spiritually as well as mentally. So um, as we look at it, though, is we really see there's diff- different forms in which this arises. And we kind of already alluded to them all, but physically and mentally and spiritually uh, and emotionally. Um, I, I guess in my mind, I think mental and emotionally is very similar. I think but mental being separate. more more like the 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 actual physiological processes in your brain, whereas yeah. emotional is more dealing with yeah. uh, your, how you feel, yeah. how you are yeah, interacting mental, with life. Because mental could be, you know, you do schoolwork, you know, 12 hours a day, and then so you mentally burn out, mm-hmm. or emo- emotionally would be more or less Well, tragedy anything. could bring that about. Uh, I know, I'm sure many people have multiple tragedies back-to-back, that happened in their life, and that can lead to very, very severe emotional burnout. Yeah. That's kind of how I would differentiate it. Okay, so uh, I think I think some of the ones that we see more often would be physical burnout. Uh, but that's just because, one, most people aren't as healthy as they should be, which neither you nor I can point any fingers at anybody. Dude, I run that. marathons. You run marathons? Yes. I run it run 55 miles an hour. 55 miles in an my hour. vehicle. So you're talking about the way you drive? Yes. Okay, I got <laughs> you. So you you drive marathons. Same thing. Same thing? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll tell um, some of these marathon runners that and <laughs> see how they feel about that. But So once physical, and I, if I just had a guess, between you and I, with our job demands, I think you would probably have more of an area of physical taxing and causing this physical burnout than I would because I do sit in a air-conditioned building at like 74 degrees for four hours a day. So I, I don't really deal with this idea of physical exhaustion much. But for you, is that something you deal with? or? Uh, yes, but I also realize that there are people that probably deal with it to a greater extent because – the great thing about where I work is 40 hours a week. We hardly ever go over 40 hours a week. Yeah. There are people that work 60, 70, 80 hours. Yeah. So especially for people like that, they're much more susceptible. But from my experience, even a 40-hour week can bring you to a place where you can become burnt out, especially if you're not taking care of your sleeping habits. I've, I've had times in my life where I wasn't getting enough sleep. Part of it is because I live so far. So really a nine-hour work day is 12 hours for me Yeah. because of an hour and 15-minute drive to work, work, and an hour and 15-minute drive back. But it definitely can lead to physical burnout, and especially in America where there is kind of a heightened motivation to work a lot of hours per week. I, I haven't studied this in depth, but I know that many countries don't work 40 hours, 50 hour a week. So that's very uncommon. As a matter of fact, I uh, heard a study, I did hear, hear a study that European countries tend to average about 36 hours a week. And, you know, it's about right in the middle, some less, some more. Um, but it is kind of a very American thing to go out and work. 50, 60, 70 hour weeks and just drive yourself to exhaustion. And and that's something we have to be really mindful of is taking care of our physical self, that we are not pushing ourselves to do way more than our body can withstand. This is true in a physical high labor job like mine. This is true in an office job. I mean, sitting down doing office work in and of itself can bring about a physical taxing. Yes. So I think this is something that we need to be very mindful about, especially as Christians, because our physical health is going to bleed into our spiritual health. So our physical burnout will bleed into our spiritual burnout. It will bleed into spiritual burnout. So I think it is very important that we address these issues. Well, and and that's definitely true because even the, the task and the, the joy of reading God's word, as we talked about at the beginning of the month, if one is physically exhausted all the time and they they can't, and same with mentally and emotionally exhausted all the time, 
they can't have the right motivation and the right desire and even the right attention to the word of God in that because one, they were either half asleep or their mind is wandering other directions or their emotions are all over the place. And, um, and we're going to talk about this, I'm sure, but you know, sometimes in each of these areas, there's things that we can't control that may cause us burnout. Uh, physically, you know, there's times in our life that we can't control that that's going to cause us to be physically burned out. I remember, and I think I alluded to this last month, but I remember back whenever our church went through a uh, transition where we've moved locations and moved into new buildings and um, that time period in my life, I was at the church working on something almost every night. I was taking, I think, 15 or 18 hours of schoolwork. I was working two jobs. I mean, you know, there was that time where I was physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually all burned out because of just everything that was getting thrown in together. But that was only for a season. That was only for a short time. And it only lasted about three months. And so it was only just a small portion of the year. And so there may be things outside of our control that may cause these things. Uh, And I think that's important to know. Just because you're burned out doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something wrong. And we're going to discuss this as we move into it all and so the next thing would be this idea of uh, mentally burned out now jamie is such a smart individual and so intelligent that he probably doesn't have to deal with this much um, because i mean he can just randomly memorize canadian providences and uh whatever it was that one time that you (laughs) did on during your spare time that's beneficial so mental burnout is very i mean it's real as well just as physical Especially, I think this is where we also see the side of that in your different vocations as well. If you have a job um, that you have to pay close attention to detail all day long, or even like, you know, I think about research jobs or teachers and things of that nature, that their their primary thing is to use their mind and their mental capacity throughout the day, they may naturally be more mentally burned out or exhausted than that of the physical. Now, obviously that can cause physical burnout as you alluded to earlier. Um, the next would be emotional burnout. Um, now we both know that for an individual like myself, I'm not very emotional. Uh, I'm, I'm just not. Uh, if, if you don't know that already, guys, you know it now. But it's definitely real. And there's, there's been moments in my life where I'm emotionally burned out as well. But I think of different stages of life, this can come natural as well. Um, I mean, I think about you yourself, you know, like you said earlier, you're introducing a second child into the family. And so having four children, four people in the family rather than three, I'm sure there was some emotional toll that... It's either going on in your life or your daughter's life or your wife's life that naturally can lead to burnout. Yeah, I would definitely agree. As I alluded to earlier, of course, some people go through a tragic event, but even just everyday life can bring about a a emotional burnout in many people. Uh, just dealing with everyday emotional struggles, and of course, some people are more emotional naturally, and I'm sure they're more susceptible to this type of burnout, you know, like James, who is like a rock and doesn't really care about anything. Uh, I think he's going to be okay in most situations. But my, my wife, who is very emotional, that women are more emotional. Uh, That's how God has wired them as they are nurturers, as they are um, naturally designed to be caring for their family, for children. Of course, they're going to have, more emotional uh, highs and lows than, than men are. But men are also susceptible to that. If you have, um, I know in my life dealing with some of the stuff that happened with my mother while she was going through cancer, uh, trying to fight cancer, I know many times there was some emotional um, things that I had to deal with and that and it didn't it didn't come out in like me becoming an emotional wreck like crying and very upset like some people would but there's definitely some questions of why she's dealing with this and trying to work those out as well as um, you know seeing your mother kind of go downhill as she is battling this disease is a very tough thing to witness and she overcame that and 
And by God's mercy and God's grace, she is doing wonderful now. But going through those situations, you if you're not careful, you can become very emotionally burnt out. And just because one doesn't express this outwardly, doesn't mean that they may not be dealing with it internally. Um, you know, that's probably the worst situation. Yeah, is people that hold their emotions in because very possibly it will manifest itself in a very negative uh, connotation later on. Yeah. Well, I even person like myself, um, I, I don't get emotional much. I just, I just don't. But when I do, because I don't get emotional much, it's harder for me to express that than, than one that naturally is more emotional. Um, like my wife, for example, and I, I, I'm not saying that just because she's a woman, uh, Jamie, uh, but I'm just saying it in general, you know, just, you know, she's more emotional person. So when she finds herself in these areas of life, that's difficult that she can express that where me as an individual, since I'm not an emotional person, whenever I do have these issues, it's harder for me to address it, to talk about it. And so this last one is the idea of spiritual burnout. This one, this one, I think, uh, I think it may occur more natural in an individual that is in a teaching or preaching setting. Um, and, but I don't think it's limited to that because I think this idea of burnout too can be is this, it's almost this in my mind and you can add to it or take away if you'd like, but it's almost this idea that you get to a place where it seems like no matter how much you read or pray or seek God, that he's not there. Mm. And that's when I think of emotional burnout. Yeah. Now, it may manifest spiritual as burnout. spiritual burnout. Yes, that's what I think is when I think spiritual burnout. Now, it may manifest as it manifest differently. You know, it might be the case of, you know, it's hard to read your Bible because of whatever's going on. Or uh, this is one that I deal with more often than the rest. And especially, uh, it's really just due to the fact that with me being a pastor, there's times that I have to, I mean, each week I have to prepare at least two lessons. So there's that time that I'm pouring into God's word. But then also with me being my in seminary, you know, I have to read scripture and read about God and talk about God all the time for that. And, um, and then, then I have my personal life that I have to try to find time for that in that area as well. So there's areas, there's times where, um, and this may be bad to say on a live podcast, but there's times where, you know, I've read my Bible and I almost don't even want to read my Bible anymore that day. Now, I think mentally burnout is what affects me more than anything. Um, just for the simple fact that I'm, I don't consider myself a smart person, really. And so I have to, especially when it comes to memorization, I have to listen and listen and read and read to remember things quite often. So to me, I think those are my... When you think of spiritual burnout, though, what kind of comes to your mind? Well, I think I think one of the things we have to remember is there is a natural ebb and flow in our, our spiritual walk, in our life. But that's not really what we're talking about here. You know, there's kind of the highs and lows, and you're kind of up and down. Like one week you're doing really good. Next week you're not feeling like you're really really understanding the word or really feeling God's presence. But what we're really talking about, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is this deep sense of you pray and you worship on Sunday and you read scripture and you listen to the word preaching and it just seems like it's nothing, like nothing is going on within you. Yeah, that's kind of what we're getting at, and there's there's multiple reasons for that, um, or can be multiple reasons for that. It could be just a natural, um, just a natural low of where you are in your spiritual walk as you're trying to learn and understand. You've kind of plateaued or hit a brick wall, um, but I think there also is an understanding that. God can bring about these moments where we are feeling disconnected for a specific reason. Would you like to go into that more? Yeah, I think I think we're kind of moving forward into talking about how 
to prevent or what do we do during this time of burnout? Um, and I think the, the number one thing, though, is that one, that when we find ourselves in a spiritual burnout, as well as the others, but specifically spiritual right now, the number one way to prevent it as well as maintain our spiritual walk while we're in that place is first and foremost lean into God even when you don't feel like it. Um, lean into him because we can't overcome a situation like this by leaning into the, those feelings because mm-hmm. if we just lean into those feelings, we're never going to overcome it. But if we lean into God's goodness and mercy and love and uh, even his forgiveness, right? I mean, because I'm not saying that all spiritual burnout is caused by sin in our life. But I think we would agree that sin can yeah, cause a spiritual a burnout. Um, that's not always the case. It's not necessarily the case. So don't think that I'm saying if you're spiritually burned out, it's because you have some unconfessed sin in your life. But it could be. I mean, it's very well it could be that you have this thing that you're hiding from so many people so you can't move past it and focus on your walk with the Lord. But not only lean into that, but remember, and this is one thing that I have found great joy in, is that God not only uses our good moments to sanctify us, but he uses our bad moments to do it as well. And so not only when we're up on the mountain in the word, praying, hearing his voice every day, and just hearing, uh, not his audible voice, of course, but just hearing the voice of God through the word of God and, and, and just sharing the gospel and living it out each and every day. Not only is this a work of sanctification in our life, but just as equally, and I would almost argue that just as almost even more powerful at times, God takes and he uses, you know, those times where we find ourselves sinning, those times where we find ourselves feeling so distant from him that he's growing us or even when we find ourselves in these emotional burnouts or these physical burnouts or these mentally burnouts that when we lean into God, even in those moments, he's still sanctifying us. Um, And something else that I hope is kind of an encouragement to the listeners out there is some of the most joyful times I've had as a Christian have been coming out of these lows. You, you come out of low, God brings you out of low, or you have a sin that you have confessed and repented of. And at some point you, you, you reach this tremendous amount of joy, joy in God's word, joy in prayer, joy in his presence, uh, that, that, that really, how do I say it? It doesn't compare to what we experience normally every day. It's kind of this, this, higher feeling of joy that we experience in God's presence. And I've experienced those many times when I've come out of those moments of being really low. Now, it's not to say that we're seeking a, a, a special feeling or we're trying to chase after a high. Or even putting ourselves in the places of low so we can so we feel can, yeah. the, the good goodness of coming exactly. out of it. But, but my reason for saying this is that if you are in this moment of being low, continue to seek God, continue to read his word, continue to pray. And I am very confident that if you continue to do those things, he will bring you out of this feeling, this downness, this spiritual burnout at some point. I do believe there is tremendous joy on the other side of that. Well, it's almost like when you think of, especially like the first, and I know it's even, I know it's even in other Psalms, but when you read the first 23 Psalms, especially when you read like 12 through 23, uh, we just preached through this this summer at the church, and so it's really fresh on my mind, is that when you're reading David's Psalms, it really begins of this dark, deep hole that he's in. He's doubting God. He's not trusting God. He's I would almost say he's in this, uh, this place away from God, or as we're talking about tonight, this burnout where he's he's not trusting, he's not having faith like he should. And then it's, it's almost like just a, a switch is cut on, a snap happens, and he is reminded of the goodness of God. And I think that's to kind of lead off of and kind of expand on your point there. I think that's what's why some of the best moments we find our spiritual walk is coming out of these dark moments or these burnout moments is because 
in that we're reminded of the grace and the goodness of God where it's almost this idea of reminding ourselves and remembering that we are depraved creatures, right? That mm-hmm. we, we find ourselves in this burnout where we're sinful or even, you know, we're just, we're doing everything in our own power to seek after God rather than just depending on him. Mm-hmm. And then we realize he still loves me, even though this is the case, mm-hmm. even though I've done this, even though I've been here, even though my, my, just my walk with him or my life with him isn't how it should have been you know he still loves me he still cares for me um i think that that's such a a true thing and so so far what we've looked at is this idea of leaning into god even when it's hard when it comes to spiritual burnout and then we talked about knowing that he's using these moments to sanctify and to grow us and to mold us and to create us and to be in the men and the women he's caused us to be but what do we do when we find ourselves in a physical exhaustion or in a physical burnout? What do we do in those moments? I'd say one of the best first steps is to seek help. Now, I don't always mean clinical help, but go speak to a brother or a sister in Christ, as is appropriate, and um, discuss with them what's going on. Let them know that you're experiencing the this physical or this emotional or spiritual burnout. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this would apply to even the previous one, the most the spiritual burnout as well. Yeah, yeah we can throw these seek all out, into, yeah, seek out accountability, into a basket yes. and say that, that if you experience any of these, go speak to somebody, reach out, say, hey, I'm... I've just been recently been in like in a fog. I've been feeling really down. Uh, I don't know if I've been working too much. I don't know if um, there's some hidden sin in my life that is hurting me. I don't know if there's some physical reason for how I'm feeling. Uh, but just seek somebody out and and begin to talk these out with them. And and I, you know, uh, the the Christian life is not meant to be lived by ourselves as much as our culture pushes us to do that. Even in the church, we see kind of this isolationism that is being brought into the church, whereas that is not how Scripture should lead us to live our life. I agree. And, you know, you talk about finding accountability. You know, I think when we also think about the physical burnout in our lives, it really goes back to the challenge from last week. And we're going to look at that when we provide the the challenge from this month. Um, It really goes back to make sure your sleep schedule is what it needs to be. It's like you said earlier, when you talked about your own physical burnout that you've experienced is that a lot of times it was caused by you not sleeping like you should. So, you know, find that rest as well that you're resting physically so that it could cause that burnout. And then, uh, one thing I'll give, and it's, it's also, I think it can play into all these other areas, but also find rest in the Lord. Um, and I think the number one way that we find rest in God is being a part of a church on Sunday morning. And I think that's why we do it on the Sabbath day. It's one reason that we were reflecting on the day that God rested is because this is the time that we rest in him, that we remember that no matter what we've had to do physically this week, no matter how taxing it was on us, no matter how difficult it was, that we're resting in him today. And that can bring its own energizingness to it. It's trusting in him even in those moments. And I think another thing that I want to mention before we move on from this is there. there's also no shame in seeking a physician's help, a doctor's help when it oh. comes to that point especially in mental mentally many times it is not a hundred percent uh something that you can do on your own sometimes there is a need for medication or anything of that nature now obviously i want to be really careful when i say this is that you don't put your reliance upon medication well well even that though physically exhaustion physical exhaustion can be caused by a lack of exercise, a lack of correct diet. I mean, there's just so many things that we may need, uh, 
you know, a physician's help or even, you know, find somebody that can help you with your diet or your physical activity. You know, there's other ways as well that we need more than just our own knowledge. That's thing that needs to be addressed just because I think in some Christian circles, there is kind of this idea that we put all reliance upon the Lord and never seek any other help. Well, I think that's definitely going to get us at a place where we can move to the next two uh, forms of burnout, and that's the the mental and the the emotional, especially the emotional. But I think it still applies in the mental as well, is that there is times in certain people's lives that they need to find professional help when it comes to their emotions or even their mental capacity because i know a lot of people would disagree with it but there is such thing as add and adhd Mm. and things like that and like you said it can't be we don't turn to a physician or a medical doctor as our just complete dependence well our primary help in this situation is in god yes it's in his words in prayer it's in um the Lord's Day communion with the saints. But in addition to that, yeah. physicians help medicine. Uh, these things can be used in a very um, good way to well, help you well, in that definitely. situation. Because, I mean, you know, as we talked about it when we talked about the emotional one specifically, but there's at times it can be caused by a chemical imbalance where that has to be corrected. And there's sometimes there's a, a people are more prone to depression than others, and we we see this in scripture as well. We see different examples of men and women finding themselves in depression in depressed moments, and um, and I just I, I just hate that in so many circles we we just make it so wrong to take medicine for mental or emotional help. Where um, I th- I just ignorance in my opinion yeah, because. There's there's a benefit to that, just like there's a benefit of taking heart medicine well, uh, or blood thinner or cholesterol medicine. The way I've always kind of viewed it is is God's grace yeah. to people who are in a very broken world where we have to deal with these things. Yeah. And there, and there obviously there is certain people that may not need that extent of help, yeah. uh, but they may need the professional help of just speaking to someone that is just going to listen rather than give advice all the time or somebody that can listen and give advice that is, you know, a generalized advice that's professional rather than what Uncle Joe or Aunt Sally or brother so-and-so from the church has to say. There is points where they have to be addressed, you know, loss of a loved one or uh, a tragic moment in our lives or uh, reflecting on tr- just horrific things that happened in a childhood. Mm-hmm. There's times that somebody has to seek help yep. uh, in certain areas that, that just anybody can't do. And I'll be the first one to admit as a pastor that I'm not trained to be a, a counselor. I can address certain issues in people's lives just by the grace of God and by what the knowledge he's given me. But there's certain things that the first thing I'm going to do is I'll listen to them. I'll talk to them about it. But I'm going to say, well, brother or sister, I, I recommend that you talk to so-and-so because you're going to need help that I can't provide. And um, and I think that's definitely goes in the case for both emotional and uh, mental. Now, obviously, mental exhaustion can happen, you know, just by reading all the time or studying all the time. Uh, and for that advice, the only thing I really have is just when you find yourself mentally exhausted, just take a break from it. Walk away from it for a little bit. Uh, so often, especially for those that are in school, we focus so much on taking in information. But there's only so much information a brain can take in and remember. So sometimes you just need to take a break, step away, and then just come back to it later. Um, yeah, that's why I never studied when yeah. I was in school. Yeah. <laughs> That and procrastination <laughs> is why I didn't study. Yeah, I was just um, I was really, also, worried, really worried about my mental well-being. And they also don't procrastinate, uh, <laughs> and I'm the perfect example of why you shouldn't. But um, I, th- I think that kind of covers, you know, prevention and even kind of what to do when we find ourselves in these. But the last one I really want to give, and this is just, um, this is really a, a good thumb of advice for every area of life, no matter where we find ourselves is that remember wherever you are, whatever kind of burnout, whatever situation you're in, 
for whatever reason, God has desired and found it fit that you would find yourself in this place. And so in that moment, in this moment of your exhaustion, your burnout, your depression, whatever the case, however it's manifested, whatever you're in, remember that God has a reason and a purpose for you being there. So lean into him, but also seek after the ability and and just seek after his guidance in how to bring him glory in these moments. Because we can, even when we're exhausted and we don't know what to do in this life or how to move forward or how to be energized in a specific area, God can still be glorified in those moments. And so seek a way to glorify him even in those moments in your life. So so we kind of transition away from this subject. Uh, We're going to talk about in just a minute, we're going to present the challenge for this next month for this specific area. Now, this last month, we had the challenge for the listeners as well as ourselves. And we're going to see in just a minute who, you know, actually did the challenge and who didn't. Uh, But we're going to, the challenge last month, the challenge was to take out and mark down your schedule and see what free time you have. And I personally did this to a certain extent. What I did was I took out my my phone and I put in my calendar each day when I when I sleep, when I wake up, when I drive to work, when I get to work, how long I work, when I drive home, when I eat lunch, um, and then I I put it in there when me and my wife would try to go on walks together or dates that we have scheduled or church times, different things of that nature. Um, now I meant to, and I did not. I meant to put in detail and actually blocking out certain times in my day for church work and school work and specific classes and things of that nature. Uh, but I did not get the chance to do that because really it's just hard for me to do that. Uh, well, Jamie, did, we you, re- did, well, you, did you do well, any of the challenge? I really appreciate your humility of letting everybody know that. But man, I killed it. I nailed it. Like, did you? I did the best job of, of any, probably better than anybody out there. Um, I I did great. So, so just so, move on. So you 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 rose triumphant over this. That's challenge. right. Yep. No, no. Uh, I actually um forgot that we were doing this, so I, I didn't I didn't do any of it. But no, never mind. No, but okay. I failed. He I failed. repent. I he's repent. A, he's a failure. Uh, that's okay. Uh, but we just we wanted to introduce this challenge because I think it. It gives a way for us to to communicate into to communicate one, or or just the fact that we're human, but also because we see that Jamie's a, a failure, uh, but also it, it kind of helps us connect with you, the listeners. Uh, the challenge we have for you this month uh, for this specific area of life is really just, um, and I, I, this is more or less for the. It, it may seem like it's more for the physical burnout, but I think it really falls in all categories. It's fine just one day a week where you find a a rest, uh, where you're not working on work or emotional work or physical work or school work or church work, whatever you do throughout your day, and find a moment where you just rest, that you just decompose, not decompose, <laughs> What's the decompress. decompress? Well, you just decompress. So you don't want to. You don't want to decompose. <laughs> <laughs> just find a moment where you decompress from all of life, and you know, one way you may do that is you may just open up your word and you may just read it. Don't underline. Don't highlight. Don't note. Don't dictate. Or you may just pray. You may talk to God. Or you may just lay in a hammock somewhere and just reflect on God's goodness. But do something just to find rest. And I actually recommend that you do this on like a Sunday evening after the Lord's day, after you gathered with the saints for worship, you know, take that opportunity, find a place of quietness, just rest, reflect on the service, reflect on time of worship, on the preaching, and just reflect on his goodness in that moment. But we also know there's some people out there that aren't able to do that on Sunday, whether it's working or maybe I know many times I get really busy on Sundays because of church obligations or some type of meeting. Uh, but if you are not able not able to do it on Sunday, 
find someday, you know, find yeah. if it's if you have a Monday, if you have Monday off, take that day to just rest mentally, physically, spiritually, just just take take that day. Uh, I would say Sunday is a great day and probably the best day because of being able to attend church, gather with the saints, communion of saints and use that time to rest. But obviously there are providential circumstances that prevent that from happening. Well, even a step farther, you, you know, for me, my rest day generally isn't Sunday because the two days a week that I generally teach is Sundays. Yeah. So, and you see me on Sunday mornings, I'm making sure everything's ready to, mm-hmm. for the service. And then uh, I may take a nap every now and then on Sundays, but generally, you know, I'm, I'm looking over everything for Sunday mm-hmm. night and, you know, I may rest at the end of the day, but that's not really the same kind of rest that we're talking about here. We're talking more of a, a Sabbath rest where we just take the time to decompress, not decompose, <laughs> and just relax uh, in the Lord. And so as we move towards the end of the podcast, uh, Jamie also failed at preparing a plug of the week, but that's okay. We, we forgive him. One yeah, I don't know why time. y'all are paying me for this. Yeah. I'm doing a really horrible job. Yeah, we don't pay you to do anything. <laughs> you come to my house. You well, if, my... if you're not gonna pay me, you're you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get my output based on what you give me for it. So, mm-hmm. oh, is that why your yeah. output's so bad? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the book I have to recommend. Look, if y'all want to donate some money, I will give you my. <laughs> Thank you for me. I'll give you my PayPal. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me your bank <laughs> information out. Um, a book I want to recommend, though, even though Jamie doesn't have anything, it's uh, it's called Prayer, How to Pray Together, uh, How Praying Together Shapes the Church. It's by a man named John. It's a nine marks book. What's his last name? Uh, you got to give him the full name. Onwachikawa. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm with your car wash. Dude, you butchered that so I just go car wash. It's by a man, man named John. Uh, I can't pronounce, I cannot pronounce it, his last name, uh, but that's okay. It's a nine marks book. It's one of their small books on um, building healthy churches. It's actually a very new book. It just came out. I actually pre-ordered mine, but it's out now. Uh, I want to just encourage you to check that book out. It's going to be a fantastic read on prayer. Uh, but Jamie, before we got off here, do you have any? Oh, uh, you know, if y'all just want to reach out to us on uh, Facebook, we are at the Everyday Ministry Podcast. I'm Jamie Owens, so if you want to look me up on there, uh, you tag us. Yeah, we are tagged in the daily or the week bi-weekly releases of the podcast on Facebook. Yeah, everybody but so, myself because it doesn't allow me to tag yeah, my my weird. name. I'll Probably go in there. There's so many James Whites out I'll there. Go in, I'll go in there and start commenting your name it just don't, on no, the post. Like it, it used to let me do it, but like I guess there's so many James yeah, Whites out there or something weird. that it just won't let me yeah. do it. Um, but you know, if, if you want to add me on Facebook, I don't really care about the other guys, but uh, you know, I have amazing Facebook posts if y'all want yeah, to. Yeah, he talks about this small college, I mean, high school team in west called west alabama we are a college or a university of west alabama tigers well let's end this um <laughs> but guys uh, reach out to us reach out to us uh, hit us up on facebook on uh, we we send these out on twitter every once again so follow Donations. us on twitter you can donate things but i would encourage you not money. to because we don't deserve that uh, preferably donate money. Your money to your church or something of that nature uh, but guys we hit me we, up I'll give you my PayPal. We hope that uh, this has been a encouraging episode. It's really just a conversation between Jamie and myself about burnout. Burnout is one of those things that so often it can sneak up on the individual and um, really be a surprise and really don't know how to handle it when it occurs. And we just want to encourage you that if you find yourself in a place of burnout, either either you're in a place of it now or you find yourself in a place of that uh, any time in the near future to just seek the Lord first and foremost, find individuals to help you um, and just lean into who God is and his goodness and his mercy. And don't just listen to us about this conversation because we don't know it all, but we want to 
just uh, introduce a conversation about it. This has been the Everyday Ministry Podcast, where a podcast where everyday ministers get together to discuss ministry. If you're encouraged by what you hear, please go like our Facebook page, share the episodes, and rate the podcast on iTunes. Don't forget that a new episode drops every first and third Mondays. Our prayer is that these episodes are an encouragement to you and that you would be faithful in the ministry that God has placed you in. Heading back